Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood sub-genres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to We Talk Back Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. Talk, 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 talk to them. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk, talk back. Talk, 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 back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to all you dreamers and chasers. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tam? Hey, y'all. I love y'all. I love you, AJ. Hey, I love you more. Y'all, we love each other today. Today. I know. We had, y'all, we had like a heart a to heart. We needed. <laughs> yes, we needed that. The energy go shift. Y'all go see it. I'm a Gemini, Beautiful. so I'll see how I feel tomorrow. Mm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> What'd you do over the weekend? Not a damn thing. Lounge pack because I'm in the middle of moving. Y'all, I'm very excited. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations on your new home. I'm excited. I'm going to be walking around naked with my titties hanging, okay? Because I hate shoes. I hate bras. I hate draws, okay? So I might, look, that, that might be my new content. I just got a new apartment. I'm going to leave the hey. floor wet. <laughs> yep, that's me, bitch. 
<laughs> oh, I'm here for that. What did I feel like I did? Oh, y'all. I went to Ohio to see my baby daddy, Drake, Shame. again. I went to two shows. I had so much fun. I drank so much liquor. And then shit went kind of crazy. I ain't going to talk about that. But shit went a little left at the end of the night. Y'all just got to keep your head on the swivel. That's all I'm going to say. I did end up going to one of the nights. I went to a private Drake party, y'all. I made it in a uh-uh. private Drake party. But it was lit. <laughs> was the daddy there? <laughs> no. No. It was honestly like, just like family and friends. Like, you know, chill vibes. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm a girl with. But. Good. Zoba mm-hmm. is so much fun. It's so funny. We went to uh this restaurant called Filter for brunch on Sunday and um we got into it like our server ended up quitting because of our table. What? Yeah. But he wasn't mad at us. It was just like an issue with like we ordered a mimosa tower and he brought out the mimosa tower and it was full to the top, but it was pineapple. And I can't do pineapple. I we asked for mango. So when he said it was pineapple, I was like, oh, no, that's not what we ordered. So then he brought another tower out later. It took forever to get the tower. And then when it came out, it was half full. And I was like, well, why the first one was full to the top and this one is half full? But it's the same price. He was like, oh, I had put lemonade and I had mixed it up. I was like, so you made a mimosa? A mimosa is champagne and whatever juice. There is no lemonade and shit like that. So basically you diluted my mimosa tower? And then, so I was like, can I speak to the manager? Oh, shit. So then the manager came over, but she didn't want to talk to me. She kept talking to him, like, as if I wasn't talking to her, you know? That's rude. It was just, it was just, right. She was like, either they're going to buy it or they ain't. Like, she was really nasty, right? Very nasty. But he was, like, really trying to help us. He was so nice to us. And I, they ended up going in the back arguing. Then that nigga come out with his coat. It was like, fuck this motherfucking job. I don't give a fuck about this mother. This ain't my own source of income. This ain't how I'm going to meet the woman of my dreams. And walked out. But I didn't pay for that mimosa tower. I ain't drink that shit either. Then how he going to meet the woman of his dreams? That's what he said. That nigga saw y'all bitches Her. at that table. was like, man, I don't want to be in here. Man, fuck this shit, man. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. He about to go get his whole life together. Okay. And Z- Zoba was like, this is so interesting. This never happens in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet. <laughs> she's so sweet. She's so sweet. <laughs> this would never happen Not in Canada. Not you cause a nigga to lose his damn job over the weekend. Shame. He quit. Mm. He quit. Mm. Never quit but a job, y'all, without a second plan. Yeah, right. He had great customer service. Honestly, he did. But I can't speak for the rest of them. Now, their food was amazing. Their food was so what good. What's the name of the spot? Filter mm. in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. And I just got one more thing to say about Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland is a different kind of cold, y'all. It's a different kind of cold out there. It's that bone-chilling cold. I had on fur coat. But let me tell you this. The bitches are also built different out there because it was someone walking around with tube tops on <laughs> and sandals and 22 degrees. And I was like, oh, y'all different, different out here. These are some abominable snow bitches out here. <laughs> no, I was about to sing, it's so cold in the D, but I forgot that's D, Detroit. Yeah. It's so cold in the deep. That song was fit- fitting. I even like kind of low-key interviewed a girl. I was like, because I was walking, I was like, these bitches is outside with no coat. I was like, 
and the girl was like watching in the back of my I was like, Would you like to be on my let's talk about it? So she had to come, she's like, I'm I don't have a no code. And I was like, Are you cold? She was like, I mean, I was like, she's like, not really. I was like, You've been drinking? She was like, Yes. <laughs> she's like, okay. You can tell when bitches don't pay for healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I, I do not want to get sick. I be scared of getting sick because them doctor bills be crazy as hell. Yeah, I do not want to get sick either. Goodness. What health care? So that was my weekend. <laughs> right. And what coat? Bitch, <laughs> I ain't got no coat. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get into stupid internet news for this week. <sighs> Our Auntie Wendy Williams line. I, you know, it's, it's reminding me of. Whitney Houston and I never ever ever watched Whitney Houston and I I hold Whitney Houston in a higher regard than Wendy I'm sorry I just do I love her so much but I remember when she had the TV show her and Bobby I could never watch that shit it's almost the equivalent to like Beyonce tomorrow being a crackhead for for people right that's who I Mm -hmm. that's how I saw Whitney Houston it broke my heart to know this is how she went out so to watch this now, like Wendy Williams, like somebody who was at the top of her career in media for many, many years, mm-hmm. she's an icon, really. Yeah, absolutely. It's sad. Yes. It's sad to see. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Yeah, I've only watched the clips online. I uh, I told Taylor, our producer, that I would be watching um, the show. I was supposed to watch it yesterday, but I just couldn't get around to it. I, I kept seeing the clips but- on Instagram. But honestly, did she even really agree to this documentary? Because it does not paint her in the best light. It, like from the clips that I've seen, because I didn't watch it fully, but it just doesn't even seem beneficial to show her in this condition. It doesn't. Like, how does she benefit from this? It's just. So I guess her estate needs know. money. Apparently, somebody needs money because this is exploitation, as far as I'm concerned. We are exploiting an icon who has mental illness, drug abuse, a history of drug abuse and alcohol abuse, all these different things that are now like crashing down on her. She has some type of thyroid issue. She uh, allegedly has dementia now. I can tell she kind of has dementia in in these videos because one minute she's nice and then next minute she's apologizing and the next minute she's mean again. Um, This is not, this isn't good at all. And I can just imagine that goddamn ex-husband of hers, he's just sitting back, <laughs> like, you're the reason why this lady damn health is declining as far as I'm concerned. I can't watch it. Yeah, I can't watch it either. It just looked very sad. And I just, I hope, like, her condition and all these things turn around and, like, we can see some good things from her again soon, you know? No, I think Take I think this is her. it. But I, I don't want to watch the end for her. I think this is definitely it. A lot of times when people get dementia in particular, and it, I, I believe it's probably medically induced dementia, like pills and stuff like that. People being on a different, a lot of different medicines for many years. Um, mm-hmm. Their health starts declining. So we are watching the end of somebody. We don't know that because the guy that I serve would turn things around, baby. You just got to believe she might turn it all around. And we just had this whole redemption story. For like how she goes out of here, you know what I'm saying? So we gonna keep her prayed if, up. And if she it. believes, you know that yep. that's what it's depending on. So, right, I don't know, y'all. Prayers for went to Wendy Williams. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, man. 
All right, Portia Williams, our good sis, did a podcast festival with us last year. The new festival is coming around this year. Y'all come out April 27th. It's going to be lit. But let's talk about what Portia got going on. Okay. A lot of people don't understand why Portia is getting divorced, and they think it's like a whole um, like ploy because she's going to be going back on Real Housewives of Atlanta. But if anybody was in Portia's position, they would be trying to run right now too and i saw a headline today that says she's really trying to make sure their prenup gets enforced meaning my shit is mine your shit is yours because he has some real serious legal issues y'all this nigga was committing uh credit card fraud in the 80s y'all know they used to like use a little machine and take an imprint of your fucking card back then like how the fuck <laughs> doing credit card fraud <laughs> in the 80s bitch is wild and portia would have been 10 right. 10 years old at the time <laughs> <laughs> learning her time statements and shit not even the 10 because shit what I, I always reference like hurricane hugo when i try to think about a timeline of how old i was when something was happening mm-hmm. portia probably wasn't even 10 years old at the time when he was committing credit card fraud but he i don't know if simon uh uh gavadia is his legal name but apparently he was deported back in the 80s and 90s under whatever his name is, right? He came back mm-hmm. into the States using uh alias and he was approved uh for a visa under some type of agricultural or some type of um you know this different reason. You come for school, work, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he got approved to stay in the country. So what he's saying to the US government now is like, hey, I've been here all this time. I'm a business owner. I've been paying taxes. And y'all ain't catch the mistake. That's y'all fault. <laughs> So he's right. still trying to get citizenship. And maybe Portia just was blindsided by all of this. But any attorney would say, get the fuck up out of there. Right. Even if they're going to stay together, like, yes. just don't be connected legally. Yeah. So I can understand that. Mm-hmm, because that's going to bleed over into her it? brand and into her finances. And her money. Yeah. Yeah. I know, uh, I know Dennis, I know Dennis over there with them hot dogs. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm, bitch. No, you see Fallon. Well, I don't even know if it was a diss to Portia, but it was kind of like, she looked real chipper in the restaurant. Like, so what happened? What happened today? Because I don't know. That's how she was looking. She looked very delighted in other people's misery. I'm going to keep my so. mouth shut on that that one. But yeah. I can only recall when, when uh, Portia first came out about being engaged mm-hmm. to Simon or being in a relationship with Simon. And I remember it was her, Simon, Dennis, little Pilar, and a picture together. And I'm like, yo, this, you was just with Dennis. She the goat. <laughs> I, my, my mama had a cookout one time, and she had like two of her ex-boyfriends there. My and mama. my daddy. I was like, oh, you a bad man. My mama here, niggas. Sarah, you want something else to drink? <laughs> <laughs> the next nigga, I'm gonna go to the store and get some more ice. You good? You want something else? I'm like, oh, you was a bad bitch in here. Everybody getting along, <laughs> girl. Listen, them ladies back then, they was nice, wholesome women. When I tell you that the few <laughs> niggas my mama knew in life was all in my mama house one night, I might have probably been like 17, 18. Is like my daddy, my uh, mama ex boyfriend, the current husband, and some nigga she dated back when she was young from New York. God bless the dead. He's dead. Two of them dead now, actually. All in the house at the same time. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. 
We was tripping out watching that shit. Everybody <laughs> laughing and just, I like you, boy. <laughs> like uh, off a of color purple way. You had it your way, I had a mine, but we had it, didn't uh-uh. we? <laughs> no, I'm talking about they having no color purple, not to my mama. <laughs> she would cuss me out. <laughs> oh goodness, no, baby. Did you see Cam Newton over the weekend? He looks strong. Cam Newton is a goddamn uh, warlock, okay? I'm just trying to figure out how to fuck that hat stayed on. And I think the trick to beating him is knocking the hat off. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, what I think it is, I think he got the ring from Lord of the Rings on his hand. <laughs> and that motherfucker got some extra power. Because he damn sure got a Lord of, Lord of the Rings hat. If you want to beat Cam Newton, you got to get the hat off. Is the hat or, or or the ring somewhere? That's the right. only way. Because how you dragging like grown precious. men? <laughs> you you dragging grown men, and then you got another grown man in the headlock. And I thought they were teenagers. How how you had three grown men in the headlock at one time is crazy. I said three. It was four. No, no, I'm just saying it looked like three niggas was in a headlock at once, and he was like, "Get back, little nigga! You trying to play with a real dick right now?" They was looking like That's ants on him. It. So apparently, so two of the guys came out, and I think they're brothers. So Cam Newton has a, a football camp. So this is an annual thing, and this guy was saying how he's known, he's been around Cam Newton for five years now. He's always got an attitude, real snarky. I mean, just last year, some people got killed at a kid's football game. Like uh, a former NFL football player and his brother shot some niggas at a kid's football game. Like people take this shit really serious, right? Mm-hmm. But I can imagine Cam Newton being rich as he is and having his camp. This my shit. And we know how black people like to flex on each other. Right. I can imagine him talking hella shit to these other grown and sunning mm-hmm. these other grown ass men. And they probably got tired of it because the one dude said he walked up and Cam Newton had his hand on his brother. So that's how shit mm-hmm. shit got loose. Nigga, get your monkey ass in the back. Like talking <laughs> to niggas like that. <laughs> <laughs> like these ain't grown ass people. So I don't know. Listen, start your own shit. Don't fuck with Cam Newton. If y- if he's talking shit to y'all for five years straight, why are you still showing up? I'm, I'm right, confused that at that point. Why are you showing up yeah. for the abuse? So, And here's the bad thing is, like, the kids were watching. And so this is how y'all teaching the children to handle your differences. So that's not, mm-hmm. it wasn't a good look at mm-hmm. all for neither of the parties because, you know, they had their own business that's supposed mm-hmm. to be outreaching the community. So y'all got to do better and handle y'all differences as men. And if y'all going to fight, get in the ring and do it for charity. Make some money. That part. You know? I don't even think them niggas want to fight Cam on or off the um, the court, the ring. They they weren't scared, though. I'll say that. They weren't scared. They weren't running. They was with all the smoke. Like, don't play with them. So, Cam Newton talks. Even if they got their ass whooped, I can respect that they, you know, right. stood on business. Look, that nigga probably be talking shit because he know he could beat everybody up. <laughs> Like, that's like somebody with a gun. Like, they act different, you know? Right. So he like, man, I could beat all these little niggas up because they was little niggas, little grown men. But yeah. In comparison. Mm-hmm. In comparison to him. Because they was probably like average size men, honestly. Right. And here come Cam Newton. Yeah, you can't be like doing that type dog. of shit in front of the kids, man. The thing is, you, people want to fight. We be punishing kids for shit that we still do as adults. All the time, like sometimes you gotta throw. Sometimes you gotta do that OJT, man. It's just the only way. Sometimes, but you want to try to do things as politically correct as possible. 
especially if you're hosting a children's camp, <laughs> you can't be out there fighting. Oh, like, shit. what the hell? <laughs> I'll never bring my son back to they this They actually shit. need their ass whooped. <laughs> All of them. Including yeah. Cam Newton. If, including Cam. Mm-hmm. For that, because what are you teaching? Mm-hmm. I always say adults need their ass whooped more than kids. Yep, absolutely. Y'all, we have one of my good friends, Lexi Johnson. She is a influencer and she's done great things with her social media in a matter of months. And we want to learn. We want y'all to learn too so we can all get this money together. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all, we're back from break. And listen, we have a very special guest on We Talk Back this week. She is the owner and operator of one of my favorite, new favorite uh, Instagram pages, y'all. It's super lit. <laughs> she's doing all the home shit. And occasionally, she show like a little bit of ass in these little shorts I like to see. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tam Bam homegirl, Lexi Johnson, on We Talk Back this week. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, friends. Thank y'all for having me. I'll be looking for the boyfriend and the shorts. Okay, let's be very clear. <laughs> so Lexi was on the show season two on the friendship episode uh, with my other friend, Neka. We were, uh, had that conversation about friendship. But we have her back because in the since the last time y'all saw her, she has taken her Instagram and completely transformed it from 5,000 followers to almost 200,000 followers in a matter of just a two to three months. So... We wanted to talk to her about that because one thing we do at We Talk Back is talk. But when it comes to our social media, non-existent. There you <laughs> so, so I'm sure a lot of y'all can appreciate this conversation we're about to have with her so we can help build our brand. Yes. And just to add on to that, y'all, listen, we in the Matrix. This is a digital world. So we got AI, robots taking over traditional jobs. Millennials, listen, we are now the product. So either you're going to get right. with the program or you're going to get left behind. Okay, so are you going to watch yes, it? Yeah. So are you going to be the content or the consumer? 
at this point is where we at. Right. So, all right, our first question for you is, all right, you were sitting there and you had 5,000 followers and you was like, I'm about to turn this shit up and I'm going to turn it up quick. What was the thought process like? What, what? How did that start? So, you know, I started on TikTok first. Mm-hmm. So about okay. six months before I was posting on TikTok. And my TikTok went from nothing to over 500K in the six months. So I was like, but Instagram was a different beast to me. So I'm like, do I really want to post on here where everybody knows me and I can be judged? And what if they all see me fail? And what if the people on Instagram are like the same things people on TikTok like? And, you know, I'm going back and forth in my head. So I'm like, one day, um, we had, I actually had a personal thing that went on and it, kind of made me open my eyes like okay you know what none of that matters it's time to go on here do what you got to do so I gave myself 30 days I'm like you're gonna do a 30-day challenge period so I took and repurposed the content that I had on TikTok mm. and posted on Instagram for 30 days and mind you this started in the end of November so I skipped the holidays like Thanksgiving Christmas the new year um because mm-hmm. you can post on those I don't know um so, yeah, I just kind of was, I, I told myself because I saw what happened from TikTok and I know Instagram has even more opportunities. So I'm like, it's time to get with it. It's time to go. So. but So, okay, let's, let's, let's move backwards then. Building your TikTok, like, how did you start with that? Like, what was the inspiration to like create these videos and how did you choose your content? So, you know, I'm an investor. So. Mm-hmm. I play a lot in the stock market and everything. And at one point, that was the only thing I did. That was my main source of income. That was it. Um, so, you know, the market got real volatile. And I just was kind of in a place where I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So my man was like, I got everything. You go ahead, figure out what you're passionate about, figure out what you love to do. Do that. So I took my mm. time mm. and I just clean my house. First of all, let's cut yeah, you off no, right there. Y'all see what happens when a woman is left the rest in a femininity? Y'all know because that sexual energy is creative energy. So mm-hmm. when a nigga paying bills, okay, just just we can create some major shit, right? Men don't realize how the divine feminine works and all these things. But go ahead, Tam. Sorry, I got excited for a second. No, no, you just said what I was going to say. So <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. But go ahead, let's keep going. <laughs> so when he said that, I'm like, okay, cool. So basically what I did was I, I just, I like to take care of my home. So I'm like, okay, I love to cook. Every night I cook. Every mm-hmm. breakfast he cooks. I cook lunch, dinner, he makes breakfast. So I'm like, okay, I like this life. Like, this is good. I just, you know, cook. Got me a gym membership at Lifetime, and it's like the super big spots, super nice. So I'm like, okay, I spend most of my day there. I go home, take care of everything, make sure I have my closing shift, which is like, you know, just cleaning around the house and make sure everything is everything before I get up. Cool. So then I'm like, hmm. I kept telling, Tammy was one of them, kept telling her and the rest of my friends, like, I'm going to post on TikTok. I'm a post. Why not? We so everywhere we went to basketball games, I'm recording, I'm going home, I'm editing it. Never posted it. I don't know why. I kept making up excuses like, okay, when I have 40 videos ready in my drafts, I'm gonna start posting. Or 
when I get to this certain amount of followers from like posting stories, then I'm gonna post. Like none of that ever happened. So no, let me interject. Uh, well, we went to a football game and Lexi took my phone and made seventeen thousand <laughs> videos of the night in my phone, and then we did nothing with it. <laughs> I still got them. <laughs> you can delete those now. <laughs> but yeah, I always said I was gonna post, but I'm like, I'm thinking in the back of my head, who really cares about my life? Which really nobody did. Nobody did. Um, because be- before you build a platform, like nobody cares what you wake up and do. But when you're giving people something to learn, or you're giving them some entertainment, or you know, teaching in any type of way, then okay, it's it's more of a reason for people to save your com- content, share your content. So cool. I'm like, one day, I think my first video I posted was uh, a reset. So I'm just cleaning my house, something I do every day. And I posted it and it did really well. So I'm like, okay. So then I cleaning the house. So then I made a pot roast, something I make at least twice a month. I see. (laughs) Y'all eat too much fucking meat. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, all right. So let me ask you this. Let me interject. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are like cleaning the house, like you stop vacuuming to set the camera up over here, and then you vacuum one section and stop and set the camera over and vacuum another. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> I was going to so, ask see, that's that. The part yeah. That's hard for me. Like, no, like are y'all using? Cameras. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I have two phones. I have two cameras. So I may not move my stuff around quite as much as the next person, but yes. Especially with the content that I do, I like to change my angles up to keep it interesting. So yeah, you do have to. So when uh, uh, so you have four cameras recording at the same time, so you don't have to really stop what you're doing. You're just recording from every angle of the house. Mm-hmm. That makes this sense. is when full I can see me now. production, though. You see, it is. yeah. <laughs> and when I first started, mind you, it, it might take three hours to clean your house, but when you're making content, it's gonna take you a good six, seven. But when good I job. first started, I had my phone, so I put put my phone up on my tripod and I would walk into my kitchen and then I would move my phone and then I would walk into my kitchen again. And then I move my phone and I would walk into my kitchen again. And then we got three angles, but Yo. I just did And you have to remember what foot you start off with when you're walking. Like it's, yeah, that's, that's what I would, I don't do that anymore because I feel like I was overthinking it, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a whole production. It really is. And that's the part that be fucking Because <laughs> it's work. <laughs> but when you're not working and this becomes a job, okay, understandable. I could definitely post more content. I just don't like people. It's so intrusive, social media. Like, they want to be every place with you. And I think that's yeah. the Tammy issue. Like, we private people. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, we public yeah. and private, private at the same time. It's what you make it. Right. I'm private, too. I've always been private. And still don't nobody know nothing about me. So we know they know you make pot roast twice a month. They know, but they know I can. <laughs> they know they know they they know what I allow them to allow them to know, yeah. right? Yeah. How do you deal with like any negative comments? Because at this point, I know you're getting all types of comments. So how are you dealing Ooh, with the negativity, girl? So I had a salad jar video, right? And that video went super. Like it probably got sixty million views total. Mm. And once it gets to that point, it starts going to different countries and countries that might look at things a little bit different than we do. So when it starts to get to those different countries, then it starts to get kind of crazy. So like 
I had long nails in some of my cooking videos and they would bring my race into it. Like, why you, how do you, uh, how you wipe your black ass with them nails? <laughs> Dang. Why it's gotta be black. <laughs> Bitch, this about a salad. I'm, and, and then I would never eat it. Unless you try to toss my salad, get out my comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Okay, so last week, my homegirl, she was telling me how good Arby's fish sandwiches, and I don't eat fast food, but I love a good-ass good ass, good ass uh, fish sandwich. I used to get them all the time from Burger King back in the day. So I go, I went to four different Arby's. The first Arby's I went to, it was a black woman. Everybody was black. It was a black woman in there with her plastic gloves on with the fingernails coming through the glove, bitch. She's picking Mm-mm. up lettuce with the Mm-mm. fingernails. Imagine gloves on, but the nails are coming through the glove. What's the point of the glove? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I'm in the wrong Arby's about face. Nobody, then great. But if you are serving people, girl, if you don't, like these links, this link, okay. Right. This is like hospital. But that's not coming through no, no. glove. That's not coming through no glove. No. Mm-mm. What is the purpose? The nails is the filthiest part. Right. Like, yo, right. sorry, a little quick injection. Anytime you go on a fast food, anytime you eat fast food, you just got to pray over that shit, honestly, because, <laughs> and pray extra hard, because you never know who in there making your shit. <laughs> All right, back on topic. So, wipe your butt. How you wipe your butt, nigga? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, that's what they said, right? So, <laughs> uh-huh. so I mean, to the negative comments a lot of times i'll ignore them i'm going to comment back to way more people that have something positive to say than negative i might respond every now and again like i try to respond to anyone that comments on something in the first 24 hours but after i it's i start to see like the negative ones roll in it take a good special one for me to have to come bite that but Mm -hmm. most of the time the people in your comments got you so you really don't even have to do that. Because mm, right. there might be somebody else ready to argue for you. Yeah, yeah. These comments are going to get the most play. I don't know what it is. Like, they could be in a thousand comments, thousands of comments. But for somehow, people know that shit there. And they're going to come. They're going to get there. So. Anytime, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a negative comment for me. Sometimes it, it'll be somebody defending me, but I'll be ready to be like, step aside. I got it. It depends. Right. If it's a Friday, you don't get it. Like, I just went to your page and but after some... I got all kind of shit. Tammy was calling a nigga kids ugly one day or him ugly. <laughs> she was like, this you and your kids? <laughs> Like commenting on this nigga shit from We Talk Back. I went to his page. I went to his page and responded to his comments on my page, on his page, because who you calling ugly? You call his kids ugly? I don't remember that part, but I don't remember. I don't recall saying anything about children. Um. Look, how do you maintain your audience? um, engagement. So you talked about like people clapping back for you. Do you do you communicate with your people that comment oh, yeah. on your um content? Oh yeah, all the time. I on Instagram, I try to comment to literally every single person that comments in the first day. Um, and then after that, I mean, it depends on the comment. But same with TikTok for the most part. But um, 
yeah, I'm always engaging. And if they comment on my story, I try to respond to that. People that comment in my DMs and, you know, it might, I try to respond to everybody, especially when it's something that needs to be responded to, you know? How many hours a day do you feel like you spend on social media? A lot. Like between creating content, posting, commenting, how much, how many hours a day? A shift. Do you feel like a slave to this shit is what I'm asking. (laughs) The good thing about it is I didn't come in doing something that was like a job for me. I came in doing something that I already do. So I don't feel like a slave to it, but, (laughs) but I'm on it a lot, but I used to be on it a lot anyway. Mm -hmm. So I, I, if I had to put it in the hours, I would say maybe probably five straight, like just actually being on the app a day, a day. Yeah. Including the content creation because you, okay. So you don't post every day. Right. Including the creation part. Okay. Just being on the apps. So we talking eight hours a day, essentially. A shift. Yeah. It's with, with content, too. Yeah. But oh, it makes yeah. more sense when you are making money off of it. It's like how I feel about clubs now. Like, I really don't want to go unless I'm get paid to be there. So exactly. Instagram, mm-hmm. social media is sort of the same thing. Like, I haven't, I don't have the formula yet, right, in place to make money on it. But I'm Mm -hmm. definitely on that bitch all day regardless. I can look at my phone right now, and I'm pretty sure um, I have a two-hour timer on my thing. And every day I'm hitting to add a 15 minutes. (laughs) Add 15 minutes. When I'm on it, I'm not scrolling, though. Like, I people, things will be happening on the shave room and all types. I don't know nothing about none of that. That's not what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but meanwhile, I'd be laying there at three in the morning watching a rug get shampooed, like, and think about how di- how did this rug get this dirty? And I can't wait to see what it looks like after. And be wasting twenty minutes of my time watching some white man shampoo a rug in a garage. Like those are it, those videos keep you entertained. For, I don't know what it is. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Hoiters. I see Hoiters are now on, excuse me, go ahead, pronounce it. I was, I was waiting for hoiders. You to there's like, hoiders. Hoarders. There's hoiders, hoarders on Instagram. <laughs> Some of them are in other countries. Like they're literally like sweeping mud out of a house, things like that. And they have a lot of followers. People just want to see them clean up the craziest looking houses. I I follow this black woman who was going through depression and she like posts like how she's cleaning her house and getting her house. And she has kids and a family and it's a nice house, but it was just filthy. Because she was just not tuned in with, you know, that part of her life for whatever reason. But this bitch been cleaning that house <laughs> for at least a year now. And I'm like, all right, now. I think at this point, you are dirtying your house content. to clean it for content right. at this point. Because that's the only thing people came to follow her for, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's nice. So to fuck it up and clean it up. Right. That's why it's nice to have a little variety. So um, how do you like cultivate uh like brand opportunities like the first brand that did they reach out to you and you were like oh shit or was you like reaching out like how can I monetize this more how did that happen so I have yet to have a brand deal that I reached out to um and it's not for lack of trying it's it's for the most part the bigger brands I feel like they're gonna find you but you know pitching yourself works it does um but the first one that I did um, reached out to me and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I ended up making a friend named Rob. He's Rob Keenan on TikTok. He's great. Anyway, met him uh, and he was already working. He had a manager and he was kind of helping me with the things I'm supposed to be saying, my pricing. And at the time we had the same amount of followers. So he pretty much helped me through that whole thing. Like he gave me a whole template of what kind of email I should be sending back. And instead of, you know, a lot of people will send a media kit immediately. Like here's my rate, Mm -hmm. this, this, and that. When really you should be asking what's their budget. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you have to tell you their budget. Mm-hmm. And so you tell your rate, but you should always try to get their budget first. But yeah, I had no idea about any of that. And the first few, probably still to this day, I'm probably getting fucked over a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you because I don't have a manager and I don't want one. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, pref- I'd rather like just set my pricing at what feels like it makes sense to me as opposed to, okay, they're like managers reach out to you all the time. Like, you know. Well, we're gonna take twenty, thirty percent. Right. Mm-hmm. I could have made that by myself. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna take all that money off on top, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, first brand deal reached out to me. And, and what was that um, brand? I'm not sure if it was Bloom, which which is more of a like okay, do this many videos a month. Um, I don't even know if I can say that. <laughs> oh, like what their whole little setup is? Yeah, hold on. Let me think real quick. <laughs> what, you, what the fuck did you sign? <laughs> 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 Shit. 
She don't even know. She just over there making content, signing papers, and getting a check. I hear that. Okay. Do you do Facebook as well? Because I know Facebook busts real checks out, like Facebook itself. Yes. So my tic- my Instagram videos go onto Facebook, but I don't post right. on Facebook. So a lot of people know me mm-hmm. from Facebook, and I had no idea. Like, uh, I don't know. Because when I tried to post a video on Facebook Reels or whatever they are, excuse me, they did not do well. But when it comes to the contracts, my mom and my stepdad um, look over all my contracts for me. So I, my stepdad. So you do have a team. I have a team. This is your parents. (laughs) He is now my manager. But he has learned the in and outs of everything because he's reading these contracts. He's like, okay, this sounds good. But now he's learning, okay, this is what you should be making. And you're supposed to be making a lot more off of this than you are. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you got it. Break it down. Here's your percent. So, yeah. I don't know. So, so how do you how do you plan content? Like, do you just be like laying in bed like that pot roast going to go bad. Let me go ahead and cook that <laughs> shit today. You know, um, camera. Like how So I have I have a physical planner. Mm-hmm. I have a digital planner on my iPad and mm-hmm. I have my notebook. So on my physical planner I put all the brand deals that I have to do, what day the drafts are due and when they're supposed to be posted on my other, on my digital planner. So it's, since it's more fun and I have all the stickers and all the pictures and stuff, I kind of break it down. Like, okay, I'm going to do one of each of these a week. If I can get like three, four videos out a week, that's perfect. So I'll go on my planner and I'll plan probably, I like to plan the whole month, but it never works out, out like that. So I plan the week. I plan the month and then I go back and edit the weeks because it never works. But um, mm-hmm. I just you kind of get into a routine. So like on Mondays, I post what I eat in a day. On Tuesdays, I'll post like the dinner from what I ate in a day, but a little bit like more in depth of the dinner. And then Wednesday or Thursday, I'll post a vlog. So I just, I already kind of have a rhythm of it. But if I were new to it, I would plan on how many days you're going to post every week. And just try to, depending on your niche or whatever it is that, you know, you, you're, I don't, I don't really believe in a niche. I don't know. But depending on what it is that you post, maybe write out in your notebook. That's what my notebook is for. Details about what it is that everything's going to be about. But like 50 to 100 things that you can post. And there's that many things that you can post. There's more than that. But after you do that, then you start to put it in your planner. Like, okay, number one, okay, that sounds good. I'm gonna put this on this day, and then you just try and stick to that schedule. And if you can't, then you just revamp it a little bit every week. That makes sense. It sounds like yeah, work. Sounds like a, a job. <laughs> it's a, job. It's a real job. Y'all, Lexi's Instagram is Lexi is Lexi Two Eyes Johnson, right? So if y'all go on her Instagram page, it's lit. Okay, and it's very very nice. Like these videos are to me top notch, right? So. <laughs> What are the best practices for creating visually appealing Instagram posts? Because the last thing you posted, you added some diet app thing. And now I'm like, how the fuck? I I use Canva. I know how to use these things. I know, like, how, what are we doing? How many different programs are you using to produce this content? We got four cameras. You got two phones, two cameras. How many programs? How are you creating this dope-ass content? 
You can yeah, because I just want to say, like, when I be trying, before you start, <laughs> when I be trying to create content, I be looking like that. And it's just bad. It's just bad. Auntie, back up. Ryan, so mm, the best way to get your content top notch is to just post it. Don't keep practicing. I mean, that's what I did. I did practice before I posted, but I didn't actually start learning anything until I posted. Okay. But you don't need two phones, three cameras, five, 10, none of that. You need one phone. You don't even need a camera. Even if you're on YouTube, you can literally make a YouTube video with your iPhone. Just don't use an Android. God, don't look, just. They have the best (laughs) cameras though. Android cameras are better than iPhone. That's fine, but not on social media. Hmm. It don't work like that. Mm. On, on TikTok and Instagram, you need an iPhone. I don't know. It's just better. I, I might get chewed out for that. But look, if I see an Android video and it's not something that's about to be like me slapping funny, I'm scrolling to the next one. There's no way I'm about to watch it. It just doesn't look what? good. What? <laughs> you think yeah. no Android like that? I feel like I look ugly on an Apple phone. Like, I feel like they intentionally make you look weird on their cameras. I look so good on an Android, bitch. Okay, I'm telling you. (laughs) Does it look good on social media? I don't know what it is. Even your emojis look crazy. Like, I I can't. Yeah, the emojis is wow. Yeah, the emojis are crazy. My mom is a, she swears she'll never get an iPhone. She swears by Android. Drives me crazy. But camera, beautiful. Social media, not so much. But mm. all you need is a phone and CapCut. Do you use any pot- CapCut? That's what I was about to ask. What else? That's it. Use? I don't use CapCut. any other editing app. Everything. I use CapCut. Mm-hmm. And you just play. I just, I, re- I remember a time where MySpace, I used to be coding. Right. I used to be coding for my MySpace page. Right. Now I can't even edit a fucking video and make it look like something is crazy. Like, <laughs> you can though. You really can. I just really got to practice and not get like, I get overwhelmed and frustrated, frustrated and I'd be like, fuck it. Right. And, but I got to get better at that. That's definitely, that's me. The I, goal for I've had videos, the next 30 days. I've had videos that not turn out like I wanted them to. And I had to re-record them the next day. And that shit is like the worst feeling. Or just some of it, you just can't re-record. You know, it's just like, it had to be in the moment. Like I tried to do that video. It's the simplest shit with my family where it was like, you were dancing, like dancing slow with the light on, then the light off, and it's flashing, and y'all going crazy. Yeah. Shit trash. <laughs> that shit came out trash. <laughs> you can't see nobody. It's just a mess. I was like, yeah, I'm not posting it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. All right. hmm. So tell us about the book that you're creating. You got a book coming out, girl? Well. I'm putting an ebook together. Okay. Just kind of hitting on all of the questions that I get all the time. So pretty much that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> Just how to get how to get off the ground. How to with your influence. How to know your influence bag. And and I'm also gonna put a course out, an editing course. So mm-hmm. for for my people that need to edit a little bit, I'm gonna um I'm going to put that out. But the ebook is going to pretty much be everything that I've learned in the past year doing just content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, what is your goal as far as your social media is concerned? Like, what's next? Like, what do you want to do? So, I just want to use the platform that I've built to start off um, some businesses that I have in the works. Um, Mm -hmm. I just have a lot in mind. But, you know, ultimately, I'm trying to think of, like, Side note, question. Should I like mm-hmm. say that I would like to at some point do a cookbook or something like that? Or do I not want to speak on stuff like that? Why not? No, you're speaking all things into existence. Whatever you want to do, make sure you put I am in front though. I am yeah. creating a right. cookbook <laughs> very soon. Right. Okay, so we could turn into I did create a cookbook and you can find it on my little link thing on Instagram. But right. this is the thing about it. My mac and cheese ain't as good as Tammy's. That's okay. You can put my recipe Period. in the book and just send me 10%. I already <laughs> put my mom's, my dad's, and I'll put Tam Bam's special mac and cheese. <laughs> What's good? Absolutely. You make a lot of good stuff. I be wanting to just slide by your house and just steal a plate sometimes, but oh, I'm trying to unbig my back. You're welcome. You know you're welcome. But yeah, um, as far as what I want to do, I just, I want to use the platform to create businesses and to take care and start a family and be able to take, you know, care of them and take care of my parents, my dad, Mm -hmm. Tammy, you know, my dad, he is so ready for me to like (laughs) be pregnant on Instagram because that's next. (laughs) But he's like, um. He ready to quit to retire. My mom is already about to retire. So, yeah, I just want to make sure everything is good and then get back to Charlotte, get back to my community. So I want to start doing like food drives and things like that for the city and, you know, stuff like that. That's dope. You got to always get back to where you can, where you from. You got to do something. Amen to that. Well, I see your page. Remember I sent you uh, this creator I follow. Her name is Elena something. I can't even pronounce the last name, but she's Russian. And when I tell uh-huh. y'all this lady is so fucking fabulous, so this is how this is my vision for you, right? Yeah, you just, Everything yeah. is Chanel, okay, honey. She just moved to America. I think she in Miami. I put a comment underneath one of her pictures, like, bitch, I want to go to brunch. When I tell y'all I'm obsessed with this lady, <laughs> because she's such a minimalist and everything yeah. is so neat, and you got a place for everything. Like, I can only aspire to be like y'all, right? Because your house looks similar from what we could see that the kitchen mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's Thank what you. I see for Lexi Johnson. Okay. Oh, love that. But all right. Any advice for the girlies or guys listening who are just getting started? They want to build their brand and they just need to know where to start. Um, the only place to start is on your page. Just do that shit. Just do it. It's too many people. Worried about the next person that ain't paying no bills. Everybody is worried about imposter syndrome and just all the things that aren't real and don't matter. Just post the content. Stop waiting for the perfect time. It's like a baby or marriage. There's no perfect time. Just do it. Um, Do it on something that you truly believe in and that you love because doing something that, you know, isn't your everyday or isn't you it's gonna be real hard to keep up and you're not gonna be able to do it so do something that you know you're already gonna do anyway 
and just have fun with it because once it stops fun it starts really being a job and why would i be working a job i mean yes it's a job but i did not want to go work for nobody so make it fun (laughs) because Mm you'll be doing what you want to do aj you could do hand jobs you really good at it i was thinking sleep (laughs) like any niggas want to watch me sleep like you think i can that's a real thing people do that hmm that's a real thing i like a good nap like 10 phones and they'll put it around the room and they'll go on live and they'll send people to send them gifts and it'll be like thousands and thousands of people on there to send the money i'm gonna start mashing my face into different loaves of bread like that asian girl she just be mashing her face like literally mashing her face into different types of bread and she getting rich off of that i could do that, that okay my, the other thing i i was thinking about doing but i like my life y'all know risa tisa who is like a tiktok and social media phenomenon now right she went viral mm-hmm. for telling her story being married to a fool for a half a year a year or so like i i could have been told my story how this nigga cut my wig up on tiktok but i just feel like she just gonna get sued. I feel like somebody gonna come for me if I really expose who the fuck they just, are on social media. Don't say, they, <laughs> don't say no names. I'm scared for her because he sounds like I don't know. I'm predicting. He 100 has seen the videos. Yeah, I only got part 20. I went. I watched all of I it. Didn't. So the, the brother recently reached out to her and, you know, just wanted her to clear up a couple things that he said wasn't like said correctly. But he essentially said, fuck that nigga. Do you. Right. So now the the brother, though, is the um the boyfriend, ex-husband, excuse me. He's trying to sue her. Like he's contemplating on um whether or not he's going to take legal action against her. I don't know. I mean, it's only defamation if it's not the truth. Right. I ain't gonna mash my. Maybe I stump on some grapes and mash some uh, bread with my feet. I need some easy <laughs> shit that don't take a long time. <laughs> I need to make a peanut butter and jelly every day, like and stump on it. Stump on it. It's this one girl who I watch. She's pregnant now, and I I don't know her name. I don't even think she's American. But man, she be in there making cereal from scratch for her kids. She's making breads. Like she's like cooking gourmet shit right quick in a video. Like, how mm. how are you doing this? Now you're pregnant. Yeah, I ain't got that kind of time. Uh-huh. Once a bitch learn how to make bread, it's time to get pregnant. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I plan on re- making bread soon. Like I ordered a a, a little mixer. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know why? Because I shop at Fresh Fresh Market. So I'm look. I buy my bread now from Fresh Market, like the fresh loaves. And if you look at the amount of ingredients on a regular uh, thing of bread, like whatever bread you like, let's say Hawaiian bread, whatever it is, it's minimal ing- ingredients in real bread. Like I want to make my yeah. own bread. I want to make my own butter, and maybe that'll be my content. I was about to say content. Oh, you could call it bread and Ooh, butter, too. bitch. We did it. nigga we made it (laughs) hey this shit is your bread and butter now instagram is your Mm -hmm. bread and butter tiktok is your bread and butter at this point but aside from uh social media and all that i know you said you was an investor and this is just right quick what you invest in this week what you got going on because you know i'd be in the stock market what you what you got 
girl, I just have my long-term investments right now. I'm not oh, okay. playing with the day trading. I have the same investments that honestly took me down a couple of years ago, and we still waiting on to be back up. And then my man and I have a store, um, and then we have a home that we're flipping. We flip houses, too. So investments in real estate and um, stocks. So nothing this week in the stock market. I hate it there. I hate it there. Yeah, I'm in recovery mode, mm-hmm. child. They beat my ass up the last two years, but I've been eating for the last couple months. This week, y'all, I'm in Mara. I don't know if y'all follow the stock market MAR. I've been putting shit in my story. Pay attention. You might could have make a couple dollars this week. Ooh, I saw that, but I thought that was a spell. <laughs> it is, bitch. Oh Lord, it's a money spell. You missed it. <laughs> you missed it. I woke up this morning with a 3500 just as soon as I woke up. Love that's good. Those are good days. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I be talking with options. So options make your ass go get in the car and scream. Yeah. My I punch just, air. I... Lexi, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can soon find your ebooks and all those things. Plug your shit. Instagram, I'm Lexi Johnson with two eyes. TikTok, Lexi Johnson with the X instead of the O in the first O. YouTube, Lexi.Johnson. I don't know why I'm Lexi on all platforms, but I am. Um, have you guys heard of Lemon 8? No. What is it called? Lemon 8. It's a it's a smaller platform. It's um I just started posting on it about a week ago. Um, and it's like Pinterest meets Instagram. So it's fun. Like you can draw on it and do all the cool little edits. And I would show you right now, but you're not gonna be able to see Instagram. But it's real cool. Like it on that, it's so small that like ten thousand followers on there is like having two hundred thousand on Instagram. So mm. hundred likes is really like a thousand likes. You know something like it's. But it's so cool. I love it. I just started posting everything on there, and um, people have known me from from TikTok. But it's I think it's TikTok's like baby sister or something. I think they work closely together. So what is it called? Lemon Eight, like the number eight. The number eight. Are you monetized okay. there as well? You can. I actually just got a DM earlier um, from Lemon8, and they want me to join uh, basically like their, it was the wellness, Lemon8 has a bunch of different pages. They have wellness, they have like health and fitness, They have, which might be the same thing. They have lifestyle, they have a whole bunch of stuff, but wellness reached out and was basically like, could you join our creator thing? And basically they picked the top, like 100 performing videos and each person will get paid that month um, from doing that. So, hmm. yeah, I think they're trying. Well, y'all, that's a little tidbit. Yeah. Everybody I, get lemonade. It's real cool for like smaller creators and people that are just trying to get comfortable um, that don't want to jump to TikTok or Instagram. It's somewhere where if you post, you can literally leave it and leave it alone and not think about it. So, I don't know. I think it's nice to know just for anybody that just wants something to play with. And get out there. Yeah. And that's where I'm about to put my my mash and my bread, my peanut butter jelly sandwich with my feet. I'm gonna start there. While you practicing your editing, you can start posting. <laughs> I don't know one person on there too, so that's the good part about it. Like, if you have the fear of striking out in front of everyone you know, ain't nobody on there. Ain't nobody about to see you. And if they are, they don't know you want. Right. All right, y'all. So get lemonade and start <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, Lexi, we appreciate you coming on the show, my good sister. I love you so much. I love you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so very proud of what you're doing. Thank you, friend. 
All right, y'all, if you enjoy this episode, y'all tune in every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0 on Instagram. Y'all make sure y'all check out wetalkbackent.com because we still got t-shirts out there. You want to talk to me and Tam, y'all can set up a consultation. We got all type of offerings, but you got to participate. Kick it, Tam. Y'all, it's official Tam Bam on Instagram. Y'all follow me now. I love y'all. Y'all, guess what we got coming up? It's the Black Effect Podcast Festival. Back around again for a year or two, April 27th. All of your favorite shows are going to be there. That We're going to be in the venue, on the stage. Y'all, it's going to be such a good time. Y'all, please turn up and turn out for us. Y'all remember, speak now. And never hold your peace. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.